Uh, can you please get in the screen? Thank you. Hey, hey, what's going on? D. How you doing? I'm I'm doing good, man. It's like it's like this might be the second time. No, it's the first time we're doing this. First first recording. Yeah, what man. I feel like this is uh, deja vu in a way. I feel like we've been here before. Kind of, but but a little bit different. I don't. I, I can't. I can't put my can't put my mind on it. Anyways, this is another episode of Running It Down. Uh, for those of you that weren't here five seconds ago, we were recording for 22 minutes, <laughs> and it cut out. So we are now recording a second time. Uh, so we appreciate you guys that are here for numero dos of this episode. But uh, yeah, what's going on, man? Uh, not much, man. You know, we had a bit of a technical difficulty, but, you know, we jumped back on it and we're going to run it back. Um, for the y'all that have seen this and don't want this recycled content, come back in like 15 minutes, boys. We got the freshest, hottest, newest, coldest, dopest shit in the world for you. That's that's damn true. And you know what? For this second do-over, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. You ready? You ready? I'm waiting. Skin giveaway. Oh, shit. Skin giveaway. You have to be a subscriber. You have to comment on the video. I'm going to pick one guy to win the damn skin giveaway. It can't it, it Do me a favor, keep it under 1300. I'm not doing this 1820 RP skin Actually, giveaway. I'll, I'll I'll donate into. We'll do whatever skin in the game that you want. Wow. Also, you have to go to YouTube right now, hit sub and like and comment. You have to comment in order to be entered. Yeah, okay. and we'll pick it from the comments. As we'll randomize it. We're not gonna like pick somebody we like. Maybe you know that person might win, but it's not because. I mean, we if did you're subbed to rant. Twitch, I might, I might, I might be a little biased. I'm just All right, saying. don't don't plug your Twitch yet. Don't plug <laughs> your Twitch yet. All right, so this is what we got today. This is what we got today. We've got Demonte and Acadian uh, in Dignitas Academy. We got some G2 news with Caps and Perks doing the roll swap. We got some small patch notes. TL is gonna be on the shitter this this uh, month because they are having some visa issues yep. 100 thieves did some some boot camp stuff uh what else do we got set we've got some what we think on lcs how uh you know how they're going to be successful in, at worlds all of this stuff man so we, we got a pretty good episode yeah we got some good stuff to get into a bit of um it should be pretty, fairly quick to get through i want to talk a little bit more about certain aspects of like the na teams and maybe the new champion but it should be a pretty quick run through so just bear with us um you want to get on this uh, Demonte and Acadian ride? I, I will get on Demonte and Acadian. I want to talk about that Garen that we played against uh, like two days ago, though. What the hell was that? Dude, <laughs> that lethality Garen. No, he was on our team, dude. That was that's what hurts so much. We but fed it's so, so retarded. <laughs> we actually ran it down, and he won v nine. Just full like crit lethality. Press E, win the game. If he had a zillion, it'd be the perfect game. Yeah, seriously. Like, just run into the team, press E, die, and then like GA or something. And he still, he still would so. flash. He would flash E into four of them, like perfectly. He would do this and literally kill them in one point five seconds. We were like, "What the hell is this game?" But you know, namesake, running it down. We had to do our part and run it down that game. You know, That's right. like, hey, we're just trying to hold true. You had you had to feed as a as a Heimerdinger, I think. With I don't I don't really remember. Anyways, all right. So I don't mean to blame you. It's it's both. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we got two we got 
two articles here, but I'm going to just, you know, look at one. Uh, obviously, DeMonte and Acadian were kind of out of work after the 2019 season and going into 2020, uh, they are getting picked up by Dignitas and that's going to be in the Academy. What's really funny is Acadian was with Grig, who's the starting jungler for Dignitas. So, yep. you know, that's, that'll, that'll be interesting. They're doing the same damn thing that they were doing on TSM where they don't know which one's going to, going to, I mean, Dignitas could take a, yeah, exactly. So we'll see. Uh, I didn't follow, uh, DeMonte, uh, last year, so I'm um, I'm assuming it's uh, Tanner time, baby. Yeah, it's Tanner time. He's I don't good. I don't know what that uh, inside joke is. For those of you that that are not new or new to the show, D is the LCS god here. He he knows the <laughs> LCS more than I do. Uh, we'll see how that plays out in our rankings as we go into the season and our standings, this. our pick standings. But uh, yeah, man, that's that's. What do you think about this Dignitas Academy? I know. Uh, we, we have a lot of thoughts about the Academy scene in general, but, uh, what do you think about them? Put DeMonte on an LCS roster. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> the guy is too good. Not to, why is he? He's like, like a hundred thieves. You have Rayoma, right? Never seen him play. He seems to be all right over there, but you could have got homegrown talent in a, you don't take up a import slot. You got who else? You got Ika, Ika, however you say his name from immortals. Why Why even bring him over? Why not just give an NA talent a shot on your team? It's not like he was asking for a billion dollars. Evil geniuses. You have NA slots open. You could have traded him for a Jizuke. And in my opinion, Jizuke is not as good as Demonte, personally. Just saying, I don't know why this guy didn't get a starting spot. I don't know if maybe he's like a little bit egotistic, so people don't want to deal with that. He's kind of a younger cat. He's got a bit of hype after playing his first season on Clutch, and he did well. He made it to Worlds, you know, so... Uh, it's hard to tell exactly why, but I, there's no reason that he shouldn't have had a starting role. Still kind of tilts me. Yeah, yeah and he's, com- he's coming over from Clutch Gaming. Sorry, guys, I didn't have the article linked in our dashboard, but he's coming over from Clutch Gaming. I think did he? I don't know his stats from uh, from last season, but uh, obviously, like one of their better players. So it should be. It, it, we'll see. Why did Why did he leave Clutch Gaming to begin with? Did Did he get let go? Um. No, it's because. Clutch Gaming got bought out. Got it. Okay. Clutch is no more. So once the, I think it was Evil Geniuses, or no, it was Dignitas. Once Dignitas bought Clutch, they kind of just got rid of the whole um, roster and started a whole fresh roster. Got it. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. So he was a free agent. We're going to be doing that all year. Like, okay, wait. Echo Fox was yeah, bought right. out by who and evil geniuses got who and yeah we're gonna yep. be doing that all season so a uh, little bit of lec news here we got g2 uh with the caps and perks role swap now this this kind of came out on stream uh where i think I, I don't know who exactly did it but uh there was like an idea where hey we're gonna like it was like a hint essentially like caps and perks are going to swap. And everyone was like, hell no. Like they just went yeah. to, they just went to worlds. Like they, they went to finals. Like there's no way they make this switch. Yeah. Uh, and it ends up that they actually are. There's going to be a bot and uh, mid lane switch. What do you think? Every, I think, honestly, I don't think it's a terrible idea. Perks. We saw him play mid for many, many years. We know he can do it. We've seen caps play different 80 carries, whether it was winning, they were doing the funnel meta with like rocks or not rocks. Uh, Jen, Yanko's playing like Braum with like Caps playing fucking Bane, you know? Yeah. He could play whatever. It's one of those things where it's so surprising because he's always been like, his nickname is Baby Faker, bro. Like, 
you know, that's a, you got to be damn good. So it's so surprising to see him actually give up the whole mid lane just to go bot. And it's one of those things where everybody was like, okay, G2's memeing again. Haha, ha, good one, boys. <laughs> and then it's like, no, nope, no, nope, official. They're, they're, they're role swapped. It's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it says in the article that uh, as soon as Caps doesn't want to play ADC anymore, Perks said that he will immediately switch back to the bottom lane. I, I like I don't like the continuity uh, play here. Like you should be playing the lane that if you're gonna eventually switch, then why even switch to begin with? Like if if you already have that in mind, like oh, once this guy wants to switch, I'll switch back. It's like I, maybe to keep you fresh. Like if they're getting bored of of what they're doing in each lane, but. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm making excuses at this point. I I just think that you know the continuity should be there. I don't really see a reason for it, but you know that's just me. I agree with you. There's no real reason or rhyme, but I think it's one of those things of they got all the way to world finals and then got three would and shit stomped. Mm. So it's like one of those things of like, well, why we're playing domestically when we know we can stop our whole league? Why not give it a shot and yeah. see how it works before we go onto the world stage and have another blunder or before we have to take it seriously let's do this and try it out before it matters one of those things that it can't hurt what are you going to do have to play through the playoffs as a second seed just because you trolled the first half of the split i mean it ain't gonna hurt them yeah one of the things we talked about before the episode was the competitiveness of lec in general and the lec players that are moving over to to lcs things like that so you know, it'll it'll be interesting to see you know how the 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 parity in in the LEC you know plays into that because I feel like if they had more parity in that league, they wouldn't be thinking like, oh, we can we can shit stomp the rest of the league, so why don't we just make yeah. the switch anyways? So we'll see. We've got uh, some patch notes here. This is nine point two four B. So obviously the patch notes came out about I would say three weeks ago. That was kind of our first episode. We covered it. But there is a little bit of patch notes to get to here. Let's 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 run through it. So we've got a little bit to Alistar, but uh, some some decreases for uh, Aphelios. We've got mark damage ratio decreased. His R damage ratio and explosion radius decreased. I think Garen got his damage increased. Nar, they're saying they want to see him in pro play, so that Q damage ratio got increased. Heimer got uh, a little bit of a nerf. These are all really small nerfs. Uh, I think the more important one is the uh, the drag, the elder dragon in, in Drake's, right? Yeah, I think that's a big thing. I'm still waiting for the execute to be removed from the game. Honestly, I yeah, think it's I, gonna be a thing, <laughs> pro league. But we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, we were. It looks like they just nerfed uh, the duration and burn damage. They didn't nerf execute. And and you were, like the first time we saw execute, you were like, "There's no way this makes it into pro." So there's <laughs> no way. I mean, it. it's like you do that, right? And you got like a team that's doing okay against a team that's like kind of trying to come back and then they get the Elder Dragon, it's over. It's yeah. over. Like, yeah. it's, that's GG. You might as well go next. There's no point in even playing the rest of the game out. I mean, is, like, how are you going to live? Is it a third execute or a fourth? Third of health or fourth of health? It's like 20%. 20%, okay. So a fifth of your health, okay. Yeah, I mean... I, it, it it seems a, like a fifth wouldn't really matter until you're that ADC getting bursted by like a mid laner and literally you just pop like where normally you might have survived. It's like with like 200 uh, HP, you yeah. might have got away with like flash, but nobody like Pink! dead. And it seems like more than a fifth to be honest when you're playing. So yeah, 
yeah, other than that, I've got some, oh, we're using League of Graphs, we're using like infographics here, but post 9.24, it looks like Yumi, Yumi's win rate increased. We talked about like kind of the reasoning behind that, maybe like the player, uh, player base falling off after that, after that quote unquote nerf or, uh, I guess quote unquote buff, but yeah, we had Ramus, Rengar, Senna looks like she got, uh, nerfed a little bit, obviously. So her her uh, percentage is down as well as Garen. I don't really understand Garen being low uh, yeah. on the win rate, but you know that's that is what it is. I'm telling you, man, because everybody saw that how strong he is. So now every bronze and iron player is like, I'm gonna play Garen all the way to silver, boys, <laughs> and it's just not working, bro. You gotta win lane. Yeah, that that is like everybody's that is everybody's first champion. Uh, but anyways, we'll get into LE, LCS here. We got a ton of news like per team, but uh, we do want to talk about kind of LCS as we see it rolling into Worlds. But, uh, you know, one thing that we want to do on these podcast episodes is is talk about what you guys want to hear about. So if it's not LCS, if you don't want us to devote so much time to LCS, let us know what leagues you want us to cover and we'll do our best to cover that. Like if you want LCK, let us know. If you want LEC, uh, please let us know. But for the most part, we're going to try to stay within LCS and, and venture out here and there, but uh, really just co- cover the domestic league uh, for the most part. So the first team for some reason is going to be TL. I don't know why we keep them up there uh, every week, but go ahead. I wonder why um, team liquid, you know, we're going to go bad and then good, bad stuff. We talked about a little bit beforehand. We have a Twitter post from Steve talking about Kane, Broxa and Shernfire all having visa issues and they might not even make the beginning of the season. And they, that means none of them got to practice together seriously. Like there's no team practice at the Alienware training facility. Kane's not there coaching. Broxa and Shernfire are both their jungles. So now it's like, okay, well, I guess um, Pobelter came in as a coach at the right time, huh? He might even have to go jungle. What's, what, what are we going to do about that? So, yeah, Pobelter can go full time. He can go right into the head coach role or he can go into the jungle role or maybe they, <laughs> who's the, who's the mid laner for TL right now? Uh, Jensen and you wouldn't put Jensen in the jungle. I don't, I don't know what they'll do. They're, 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 honestly, they'll That's probably true. bring in a, a ringer. Uh, yeah, they're probably uh, going to pull someone from their Academy team to fill until they get here. Yeah. I would, I would probably say that. Too. Well, I thought the, I thought Shurnfire was the Academy jungler. I'm not sure. I thought he was just a sub, but he, even if he, he might be the Academy jungle, he might be right. And then I don't know. I'll, hey, team liquid. What's what's the prediction? What's the, what do you Hit think they'll do? What do you think they'll do? If you I had think to put probably just it. sign someone for like a short contract or sign him and then put him on the back burner after he gets here just to fill the void. Because even he said that they're evaluating backup options should they not should they be required. So mm. they're already looking into probably looking for anybody that was left over or a good academy buyout or something just to grab him real quick for the meantime and maybe do like another trade later on to give him back to the team or whatnot. Personally, that's what I think will happen. I don't think they're going to be like, oh, we're going to do a scouting day and bring your best A-game boys. I mean, I'm, I'm, on yeah. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. In the meantime, they're going to have to deal with, like you said, not having a coach. They're you know, they're going to have to do scrims and in, in, in practice mobily. So they're going to have like yeah. some players over here, some players over there. Or, or they'll have to fly their team out to wherever Broxa and yeah, wherever right. these guys are. So. <laughs> That, that might EU, not be a bad, boys. Yeah, that might not be a bad idea. TL is going to uh, EU for this uh, for this this upcoming split. <laughs> so uh, you also had TL wins best org, but we couldn't find the link last time. Yeah, they but... won the best org from the esports awards. 
like okay. the 2019 esports awards and i'm not it didn't even say who it was hosted by it's probably it's there's probably something out there saying i couldn't find it so i just know they won hey good good job team liquid all across the board every game yeah all right we'll see we'll see about that in 2020 but uh no they'll 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 be super strong in 2020 and and probably competing for that same title again but i had 100 thieves uh obviously dalton is a team liquid fan by his jersey as you can tell i don't have a jersey i want to get one but i am a 100 thieves fan we we completed a boot camp in copenhagen it looked pretty cool obviously 100 thieves does a good job with like putting out video content so you got to see behind the scenes they were at uh attilus is the the game the the organization they have a they have a csgo uh, pretty competitive CS:GO uh, team, so they were able to. 100 Thieves was able to get over there. They had their whole new team there. Rioma was there, uh, Stunt, Cody's son, you know, Medias. The whole squad was there yep. with, uh, also with Papa Smithy, uh, the GM. So kind of some team bonding time. Uh, Rioma looked like he was getting along super well uh, for being a new. I mean, I guess almost all of them are new, besides Someday and Stunt. Uh, but as far as like the the whole uh, roster together, Rioma seemed like he like had a strong voice. Uh, obviously, some days not talking at all, like the entire video. But Rioma was uh, looking like he was fitting in well, so you like to see that. Yep, it's nice to see, especially like that's what I think a lot of the problems was last season. They had so much like I feel like team animosity in the background that we didn't get to see with Aframu and like Ryu going in and Huhi and all this other stuff. It's just, there was so much stuff that maybe we didn't get to see that was going on. And it's good to see him actually take time to try to get the team cohesion or like, like friendship rather than. Gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't, I actually am blanking like super hard. And again, I'm not like, I really, by the mid season, I'm going to be like the biggest damn LCS fan <laughs> of all time. But who Papa Smithy is the GM, not the coach. So I'm wondering where the coach is in all this. Like, where do, have we even signed a coach? Because although he's a you know GM, like I, I think a lot of the animosity that that resulted last season had a lot to do with Prawley being the coach. I don't think he handled the room well. I think Aframu had like too much of a voice within like the entire uh, squad, and and Prawley maybe didn't have as strong a voice. So it's good to see Papa Smithy taking charge. But who the hell is our head coach? Uh, looks like here we you guys actually got Zix from TSM. Okay, and but but so, w- w- my question is like where the hell is he? Is it was it, he might have been in the video? It might, I just don't know his face. So yeah, I'm not sure if he was there with them. Um, I see Zix and Papa Smithy in a couple of videos t- with each other. Um, so it seems like they're at least getting along. I mean, everybody from TSM always said they like Zix, so I don't think he'll fit in honestly. But it'll be interesting to see the integration of him. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, like the play style and like the way that TSM has been ran compared to how 100 Thieves is more chillax and like content based. Yeah, yeah, definitely more streamer based for sure. So that I mean that's 100 Thieves. I, I know you wanted to talk about Rioma here for a second and uh his uh his gameplay uh statistics and and kind of his history. So you want to get into that? Yeah, I'll bring it up. Um we got Rioma coming in from the OCS, which is I guess the Oceanic Championship series um and the opl league he looks like he's been in since 2016 playing in a semi pro or a pro league so he's got a bit of experience i mean from 2016 to now i mean by then you're pretty much an old man need to retire right (laughs) but 
He um, looks like he's been to Rift Rivals a couple of times, MSI. So he's got, like, big game experience. It's not like he's going to crash on stage and burn. Mm. Um, so I think he's a good addition compared to maybe it's a fresh face that has more energy than, like, Ryu looking on stage. Like, he just looks like he wants to die every hey, play. Hey, don't like, slander Ryu, man. He played well. He they played get a Pentaco well. and Ryu's like... <laughs> It's like, You're so uh, right, dude. Get a little <laughs> bit of hype. <laughs> we like, need we needed some of that calmness. All right, we don't we don't need that. the hype. The hype was coming from amazing, I think. But uh, so we got <laughs> we got some uh, cloud nine. You basically, I mean, you have got some players that you want to you go through that are that are brand new, essentially players we haven't seen in the LCS. We just kind of like want to see yeah. what they've done in the past. So let's let's go through. Let's let's do like a lightning round through these. All right, so we got. Kabe coming from Splice going to TSM. I would talk about Zven going to Cloud9, but we all seen how shit he was last season, so we're just going to fly by that. Um, by the way, when he made that joke about how small Jensen was. Oh, yeah, I, I remember that. And Jensen, yeah. yeah. But, Jensen um, actually, anyway. Jensen killed it that game too, dude, <laughs> that series. Yeah, yeah. clap back. But um, let's get into Kabe. He's coming over, like I said, from splice to tsm so they traded one eu bot lane for another eu bot lane or ad carry i should say um i actually think kabe's way better than sven so it's an upgrade to me um i've watched him a bunch of times and he's always been like the third place ad carry over in europe in my opinion he's always been like right there behind reckless and perks you know so i feel like he's gonna bring at least a little bit of competition to the league maybe give double lift a run for his money hopefully and he's got Biofrost down there as a support, so you can never go wrong there. Maybe that's a new duo. We'll see if they can uh, put up a fight against uh, Doublelift uh, Core JJ lane. We'll see. But I, th- I think it's a really good addition to our league. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see all these LEC players come over and see if they can make a – I know they've been coming over for a little while now, but uh, I think all the credit goes to, like, LCK players and, and, all the, and the Chinese and Korean players. So it'll be interesting to see where these yeah. European players can make their mark. Yeah. And we have Dignitas with Johnson coming on, um, but we're not really going to get into that because he apparently only played four Academy games, so there's not really much to talk about. We'll have to see how he plays. And you were saying this is based on the fact that they spent all this money on Hooney, so they, they basically had to pay peanuts to anybody. So yeah. Johnson, I guess, came in and said, hey, I'll, I'll do it, even though he's yeah. 0 for 4 in his only professional play. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe he had a bunch of challenger games, or maybe he played like with the other players. I'm not sure. I think I think they were just in a pinch and had to pick somebody up because they got Hooney, Greg, Froggen, Johnson, and Afro. Um, we know that it was confirmed they paid like upwards of three mil for Hooney. So I'm assuming the budget for buying players was already like yoink. Yeah, gone. So, and 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 Afro. Was didn't have a strong year, so it's like th- this actually yeah. could be a complete disaster if you think about it. Like, if this goes wrong, it could be a complete disaster in the bot lane, bro. But if if it goes right and they they hold their own, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I definitely be watching them just to, just to see because I've always liked Afro anyway. So it's nice to see if he can uh, help Johnson get better. You know, educate him. He's been down in the bot lane for so long that maybe he's he can coach the kid and help him out and get him on on the other players levels as far as the lcs goes it's not very high obviously we see that at worlds um so moving on from him we'll get to ika i guess ika 
Well, we're going to try not to say that too many times because I don't know <laughs> how to pronounce it. Um, he's a new guy on Immortals. Immortals. Yeah. And it seems to me like he's been in some sort of Challenger League or EU LCS since around 2015, 2016. Um, yeah, he's in the France League as well, I think, for the yeah, last France. couple, two years. Yeah, for the last, like, two years? He's, or last year he was in France, it seems. Um, not really much to talk about for him. I'm kind of excited to see if he is going to prove himself because DeMonte was still available when they signed this guy. Um We'll see how it goes. I think – I have no idea, honestly. I think they're going to get shit stomped, if we're being honest. Nick Smith is the only one that I'm excited about for Immortals. I like yeah. Hakuo's Thresh. But other than that, it's not really that strong of a roster. We're looking at it um, and comparing to, to, like, TSM or, like, um, TL or even Cloud9 with that roster is going to be nuts. Like, I don't – their roster, I don't – maybe it's a build session where they play the first couple of splits and kind of work and build that up, but – We'll see how it plays out. Not really that excited to see it, to be honest. Gotcha. Okay. Well, let's fly through uh, Kumo and FBI. Evil Geniuses has one of the better rosters, I think, like that that I've seen put together out of kind of scratch. Uh, yeah. I know based on their roster. Let me let me get it here. Uh, Kumo, Svenskare, and Jazuke, Bang, and Zazel. Uh, this is like one of the best uh, kind of free agent rosters that I've seen. So, uh, what what do, what do you want to say about Kumo? Especially since they're they just banged this roster together like brand new org back in the league Well, they, they were here before but like they're brand new as far as the franchising goes so to come in and put together a roster with these names on it and Bring over Jizuke from Europe and you know be able to put this together so quickly with like I mean, maybe it doesn't work. Maybe they don't like each other Maybe the team just falls apart, but to be able to see it It looks good on paper and I will see if it transfers over into gameplay, right? Dude, but, and, and we haven't talked about this, but Kumo looks like he's a one-trick poppy. Uh, yeah, it seems like he does like himself some poppy. Literally um, two times the next <laughs> amount, uh, yeah. which is Aatrox and then Gangplank Cho'Gath. Yeah. Uh, he does play a little bit of Gnar, which uh, I'm sure based on the, the buffs that have just happened, maybe we see him play a little bit more Gnar, but this guy yeah. loves poppy, goddamn. Yeah, 81% win rate, can't hate that. 2.1 KDA. Yep, not, not bad, bad at all. Not bad at all. All right, so we'll hit Seems FBI. Seems like he's always been an academy team, too, so this looks like it'll be his first LCS start. I guess he played four games in 2019 as a fill, but mm. he didn't never really get the starting position. I think that was when uh, Licorice was out or something for Cloud9. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, FBI, Golden Guardians. So Golden Guardians are... They changed their basically mid laner and jungle. Also but, changed. Also changed their logo. By the way, did you see that? They like they oh, had like a whole rebrand. Did they? Yeah, they. It, it's like one of the. I mean, it's not a big deal, but. Anyways. I have to bring that up. And I just interrupted. So go ahead. Go ahead and, and finish your FBI. Uh, I know you're fine. Um, FBI. I it's I, we played like last season too. I think he played like a couple of games for Phil. Yeah. Um, played eleven games last season. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't think he's anything. Where did he come from? OPL? Yeah. Um, I think it's one of those things where you got players in this in the league already that are so well-known and so proven that unless he comes in and just demolishes, like, Kabe down there or something, you know, he pops off and he shits on, like, the likes of, like, Zven or Doublelift, and then you'll be like, okay, maybe this guy's someone to actually watch. But 
as far as what we saw last season from the games he did play, it was never like, it was never like, holy crap, this guy's WRX or something popping off going ham. So we'll see how he goes. Um, it's always good to see new faces come in. So we'll see if he can prove himself and not get kicked out with, with next year. You know, maybe he'll stick around. <laughs> yeah. That, that, well, yeah. FBI. I mean, I think he played a little bit uh, last season, obviously golden guardians kind of underachieved, uh, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how they do uh, in the coming seasons, but that's pretty much a wrap for, for LCS. I mean, the last thing we need to get to is kind of this, this overarching question of how does NA get to perform better at worlds? How, do, how, you know, as a, as a whole, as a region, not just the professional players, but the academy players, but even the even regular players like you and myself, like how do we as a region get to be at the level of, of an LEC or an LPL or, uh, you know, uh, LCK? And in Crumbs, uh, the, the announcer Crumbs, uh, he actually did an interview uh, with, I believe, Inven Global. Uh, and a lot of good in, in, uh, insights here. And I'm going to link it in the description of this video. So if you guys want to look at the whole interview, you can check that out. But uh, this, so he basically had three main points. And a lot of this, again, revolved around how does NA get better? Uh, and the main issue that he had with NA was that we don't have a lot of grassroots tournaments. And I, I kind of want to hear what you have to think of on that because you've been, you know, following the LCS for a little while in, in the professional game. But if you're not a LCS professional, uh, if you're not uh, even an academy player, uh, even academy players struggle with this, you can't make a living playing league. And the yeah. point that he was making was that there's so many other grassroots tournaments that have prize pools in these other areas, like specifically LCK and in China as well that you can actually make a living, not, not a good living, but uh, make a living playing league in these other areas because of the grassroots. It do it. Yeah. 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 What do you think? I think like what you said before, um, about the Tyler, you said he mentioned something about the Tyler one championship series. It's like, that's the kind of thing that needs to happen. Like somebody, there's gotta be more than just Tyler in, in the pursuit of having an outsource that's not LCS, you know? Like, I know there's online tournaments you can enter in, but then you have to, like, pay. You have to get a team together. You got to do all this stuff to get your own thing set up. Whereas if you had a little team, you could go to, like, a – in like a, say you have a tournament in each state or something. Like, if somebody holds it at a little venue or something. That, that's the type of stuff that people like me that are never going to make it to pro. I'm too old. And it's just something to do where it's super fun. You get to live that playing on stage idea out. And for the kids that are coming up, you're 16, 17, you go to that, and you get that kind of feel, and that just drives your hunger to go – try even harder and grind and grind and grind and grind to do it so it's like the perfect idea it's just who's gonna do it yeah where's that gonna come from and 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 you hit it the nail on the head because his next point was that it needs to come from these streamers because you do have that feedback loop of uh revenue where you could put it into a tournament like this and then that feeds back into your own popularity your reputation so let me take a point from the article here it says uh, and this is Crumbs. Uh, he says, the solution is going back to how NA talent came about in the first place, which is just grassroots tournaments. I think there aren't enough things that people can play for. And this year I got a chance to work in literally almost every minor tournament that is not LCS. I cast the entire Academy League. I cast the entire Collegiate League, Scouting Grounds. I did the Red Bull International tournaments. I did minor league tournaments for Super League Gaming. 
And what he said was, I got to see a lot of the actual underlying system. And the reality is that a lot of the players don't have any incentive to become a pro player because there's no financial gain unless you get into LCS and Academy. So his, like you, like you just pointed out, Tyler, one great example. You have a streamer that's making a ton of money feedbacks into the system makes NA better. Uh, so, well, like the team that even won it this year, you know, it's like a first time at the tournament type of thing. And they beat the guys that were been there like four times. So it's all hype. And then everybody's watching the stream and it's entertaining. And the people that are actually playing for the money, are getting that shine and people that would have never even known who they are are now seeing them. So maybe an LCS team sees them that play in like two years or a year from now. And then they call that guy up like, Hey, we saw you do that. So it's all exposure. If anything, just because how else it like you don't play in challenger and you're like, Oh, well I'm ranked three for like six months and no one gives a shit. That like half- Go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, you're you're touching on the same exact point that he's he touched on next. Like you, you. I feel like you're having this, and you didn't even. Uh, I don't think uh, read the article in full. This is kind of yeah. <laughs> this was an article that I I put on the dashboard. So uh, for you guys to be saying the same thing, and it, the point being that he was saying that the academy league is not being utilized the way it should. It should be used in the sense that an academy league player should be going up against an LCS player. Like so, basically, what he was saying was the academy league should uh, be strictly competition between hundred thieves academy and hundred thieves. Like the only goal the hundred thieves academy should have is beating the the one hundred thieves LCS team. And it, he basically made that point based on saying that uh, the, the LCS academy kind of failed this year. Like there wasn't yeah. you're not having many people watch the games. There's not a lot of revenue in it. Like, where do you go? It reminds me of, uh, in sports, it reminds me of the feeder leagues for football. So you had, like, yeah. you. I remember you had the European football. I forgot what it was called. Uh, but all of the feeder leagues for the football have died off because yeah, there's no, no more. <laughs> there's, there's no financial incentive. So it, it's like, where? what do you do with these academy players? And it's an interesting question. Um, I don't think... They're going to be getting rid of it anytime soon as far as Academy goes. I think they could restructure it or make it a lot more interesting. Because, like, do you really, like, as an LCS fan or a Pro League fan, I've never been, like, AFK, like, oh, I think it'll be fun to watch this Academy (laughs) game. Like, it's just not as exciting to watch because there's no, like, they they don't win the split and they become an LCS team. It's not like oh shit, these guys are gonna be in the LCS mm-hmm. next year if they if they pop off and win, and then they gotta beat Team Liquid to get in or something crazy. That would be hype as fuck. That'd be everybody would pay to see that. What do you mean? You're you're on to something, dude. And and I love watching uh, English Premier League, and that's the way they do it. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of our friends that are you know watching in other countries that primarily watch soccer uh, or football or however you say. But they have a relegation and promotion, and yeah. that that should a hundred percent be. That's how LCS was before they went to their um, franchising. It was they had a relegations. They had to actually fight for their spot to stay in the league. It wasn't just oh, I have the money so I can stay. Yep, and that you and know? and that's where I guess there you talked about the like that one hurdle, which is going to be these teams paid twenty mil franchise fees. They're not just going to get kicked out next year <laughs> like that. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they handle that, man. But that is the the way of the future. There should be a way for these teams. Like, you're not going to develop talent if the the environment to develop that talent is non-existent. Like there's no the academy, like you said, sucks. So like, what's the? I guess. I don't know. It could be utilized a little bit better, I think, is is what we're getting at. 
Yeah. So that, definitely. That's, yeah, I mean, check out check out that Crumbs interview. Uh, I'll have it linked in the description post video. I know I don't have it now, but I'll, I'll link it. Uh, other than that, we have a set spotlight, and that's pretty much going to be the whole episode, man. So uh, you got you you take us away. All right. So after after the Crumbs interview, we got the um, set spotlight, and I want to take a second to let you guys know that. He's going to be fucking permaban. Don't act like you're going to get to play him, kids. Okay? <laughs> he is a broken. We've seen it in stream. We've seen it in PvE. We've seen it all the way across all these different, like, champion spotlights and gameplay, like, videos. He is just... He's ridiculous. Like, he's like Garen and Vi had a baby. Like, what? <laughs> like, that's, that's, like, he grabs you, throws you, point. flings you over a wall, and then, like, he just bruises you. and punches you. Bah, bah, left, right. And it's like, okay, dude. I get it. He's badass. He's got skins already. I think it's going to be a skin gimmick, personally. I Call me a skeptic or whatever, but I think it's going to be he comes out, he's retarded, everybody buys a skin. Two weeks later, hot fix to the ground later. Mm. I think it's going to be hella nerfed. I, I, just from watching him in PBE, it, I liked the next generation graphics they're using, where you're like picking up the champion and like in like yeah. dropping him into the other channel like that's next generation graphics i think in in you like uh design and interface that i hope that and i know that will happen with with oncoming heroes and maybe they'll even start reworking other champions to yeah. have more of these really really cool graphics uh that you get when you're using set yeah i watched that whole the video I, we could put this one down there below as well um it um shows his r you can like take people over the walls too so that's like an insane mechanic I, like, I'm, I'm watching it you now pull actually. someone out over like the baron pit and like knock them away from, like say set goes to baron you could take the enemy jungle out of the baron pit by throwing them over the wall with you and then you guys could steal like it's so many things you could do with that and the video said it he can get over like most every wall in the game it's like okay dude what i see it i'm looking at it now actually there's he's like putting somebody into the rift herald and taking them out like five seconds later Damn. So is he? So he's gonna be a top laner. Do you see? Do you see him? I mean, I guess we I don't. I think he's gonna be a jungle top. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. Is he gonna be in the jungle as well? Okay. I think he'll be nuts in the jungle just because of his AOE damages on his uh, ability. So he'll have good clear. Um, he's obviously once he hits sixty, he's gonna have a hell of a gank potential. Like good CCs, good damage, um, and he's gonna be a bruiser. So it'll be easy enough to be able to like contest against most of the that meta was... jungles right now yeah i think he'll be good against them because they're all kind of bruisey anyway and i think it'll be interesting but i don't think he's i think he's gonna be hella nerfed yeah i think they already show him like in the jungle too but uh i mean it's a fair point like riot's making money off of you know, creating these champions making them super strong at first and getting people to buy into them so why why stop when you're making all that money so i i i agree with that so That's yeah why i always give a champion like three months before i buy a skin for it that's fair <laughs> you gotta make sure it's not gonna get burned you, you gotta bury that money in the in the back so. until three months come around yeah. so yeah yeah i mean that's uh that that will be interesting to see I, I don't think we've had any knowledge on like any champions past set uh i know we had like two back to back we had a and set like instantly you know happen so uh, i don't think we'll see a champion uh release for a little while uh obviously set hasn't even hit the public servers yet so yeah, man, I'm. I'm. I think we're just excited for the season to start. You know, like the, once once the season starts to come around, even a week or two out, we'll start to have you know more news to talk about and you know 
things like that. So other until then, we'll start. We'll we'll be grinding on uh, the the NA servers, trying to get to trying to get to diamond. Yeah, diamond next season, boys. Easy as. Fuck. Who are you using? Who are you, who are you abusing? You said you said so. You're playing jungle. We're bringing Silas back into the meta, boys. He sucks, but we're gonna do it. I want the champion of Mac and Meta, and I'm gonna single-handedly make it happen for North America. <laughs> I'm and I'm Being doing scared. it for yo. I'm doing that shit for Tom Kench. I'm putting Tom Kench on my back. I you you are you know who you're talking to. You know top, who I'm top fifty. I'm top fifty Tom <laughs> Kench NA. Put if you need a support, and Tom Kench doesn't get banned, I'm your support, man. That's 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 how this works. There's only fifty three that play. Hey. I'm still top 50. I can still say it. <laughs> true, true. It doesn't matter. Said, we said that same thing about uh, Aurelian Soul, too. I was like, oh, uh, I'm top 300 Aurelian Soul. Oh, shit. <laughs> only a thousand people play this motherfucker. <laughs> but, uh, true. Yeah, man. So so you're going to abuse abuse Silas, abuse a little bit of. I'm sure you'll have uh, Mumu in those ranks. Mummy, yeah. You, uh, when we first met, I think you were like super playing Jarvan. Like, I, I just remember you playing J4 a lot only two i played back then because they're bruiser tank engage and nobody wanted to play a tank nobody wanted to play an engage so i just did it both Mm-mm-mm. all right been a been a while since then and i'm i'm, I'm glad uh we've got to play the games we've, we've played and and started this podcast and if you guys enjoy it and raged a couple times i'm sure we've we've hung up on each other multiple times <laughs> since then yep. but uh but yeah, man. If uh, again, guys, thanks for thanks for tuning along. Uh, you know, this is the second episode, so each episode we're gonna try to get better. Uh, yep. Do do you got anything before we uh, we outro here? Nah, man. Uh, I do want to remember remind you that you said you were doing a skin giveaway <laughs> for the people that stuck around. Did I say so, that? So we don't fuck around and forget. <laughs> um, uh, so let's not be uh, liars here. And you know, if if no one comments, I can save my money and I'll buy myself one. True. True. Yeah. Please, but, actually, don't comment. No, no. Comment. Please comment. We'll 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 hit you up with that skin. One skin. It's not like me and D are both giving away. Uh, one. We'll we'll between us two. We'll 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 randomly give a comment or so. Yeah, guys. Please right. do that, man. Please do that. Yep. Other than that, we appreciate you guys stopping by. It means a lot. Thank you. Sub. Tell your friends about us and check us out next week. All right. Thanks, Later. guys.